show. A lot of conversations that sure do flow. Local comedians, man, you need to see them, baby. So check out Lynn's show. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of You Have a Lot of Options. I, of course, am your host, uh, Lynn Thomas Navratel. That's right, I have a name, uh, and it's and it's pretty formal. The Lynn part is pretty, spon- not spontaneous, but pretty fun, and the Navratel part is pretty fun, and then Thomas is your just old uncle. Uh, but I have a special guest today. I'm assuming he has a middle name as well. I don't know what it is. I'm going to take a stab at it. He's a wonderful local comic. He's been running a uh, wonderful local local show out of the Strange Days Brewery, uh, and it has been killing it the past couple of weeks. I really love it. It is a fun time, and he is just a wonderful little uh, little old dude. Uh, I don't think he's old either, but get up from Matthew Zachary Rich. Ooh, that was close. No, Ooh. it's it's not close at all. It was it's Michael. It's Matthew Michael Rich. Yeah. Ooh, that is that is a. That is a white person middle name. That is a white person full name, if I've ever heard For one. sure. That's triple triple white person name. Mur. Mur. That is your full name, just but with just the first initials. <laughs> I just I just want to say, because we were chatting before this, and mm-hmm. then you put on your podcast voice, which is very similar to your stand-up voice. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I have talked about this before, how famous you could have been in like the 1930s. What, me personally? You just have this classic, like, radio voice. And <laughs> I'm in awe of it every time we, we hear it. I was like, God, he would have been so famous in the 40s. I would have been so famous in the 40s, uh, and then, but then I wouldn't have been able to marry Sierra, and I'm very <laughs> thankful I am. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, I know, and I think about, I not think about that a lot, but I'm very thankful that I'm able to, because I love that woman with all my heart. I take it back. You're right where you're supposed to be. Yay, I'm right where I was supposed to be, baby. Right here with you on this couch. Surrounded by Fully cats. clothed. I know that makes it sound like I'm not, but we are. Uh, that's very funny that you point that out, that uh, there's a... That there's a podcast voice because Mitch uh, Harmon said that like a couple of weeks ago where we started and he was like, okay, but like restart it now with your real voice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that we got to do this because Jaron Myers, that episode, he also brought it up. Yeah, and I, I remember I remember thinking like, I want to know what the non-podcast voice sounds like because I don't think I've ever heard your non-stand-up voice. Um, I think non-podcast, non-stand-up Lynn is still pretty close. Yeah. It, you ever... You just remember, projecting. Yeah, you remember, yeah. like, in, like, the Venom movies where, like, Venom will sometimes just come out of Tom Hardy? I think it's very <laughs> close to that. Of, like, oh, hey, look, I'm Tom Hardy, but then it's like, hey, guys, I'm Venom! Ah! Yeah, first, first of all, to that, love the comic book reference. Because you immediately locked on to all my comic book shit in my basement. Uh, it's I would not say it's a lot, but I will say it's probably I would say it's probably about the well I don't want to say the average person because you do have a batarang. I do. 
Uh, yeah. So that's more than that's probably you know what you're but you are slightly above the average person. Um, it used to be a lot more than this, uh, but then I, I got, got married. married. <laughs> 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 what was the thing? What was the thing that you had to get rid of that was the hardest when you got married that, of your comic book stuff? Oh, God. I mean, I, I just had, like, a few uh, Batman, like, figurines that I just had displayed that mm. I was really proud of. Um, and, uh, and and then I wasn't so proud of them anymore. Yeah! <laughs> my, wife, my wife is very supportive about me being a comic book person, you mm-hmm. know? But at the same time, we got to share the space, so I just can't have... All these, all the superhero stuff. Yeah, all the time. I did an episode with Will Francis uh, a little while back, and I, but I came to his apartment to uh, do the episode. And when I came, walked in, I was greeted with Lego figurines, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay, you do live alone." That's the uh, dream. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were good figurines. <laughs> Nothing against Will whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. I was just like, okay, this. Okay, I'm legitimately jealous uh, about that. That's fun. Uh, I wouldn't be jealous. I. <laughs> well, that's not that's that's that sounds more mean than I'm intending it to sound. But of all the things to be jealous of in life, don't be like, God damn it, I want fucking Will Francis's big Lego figurines. <laughs> He's got all the fucking cool shit. I'm just get the fucking batarang and the. Framed comic books and the three cats. Listen, I I think that like millennials have, I don't know if it's sad or good. Millennials have cracked into something where it's like, when we were little, we had super fun stuff. You know, like we were into cool mm. stuff. And I feel like we're the first generation that's like, you know what? I'm gonna keep liking this stuff. Just because I'm grown up doesn't mean I can't like this stuff. You know. You do bring up a very interesting point. Millennials are the first one to embrace nostalgia. That isn't just racism. (laughs) You did it. uh, Yeah, there's still some racism in there, but uh, I think this generation's a lot better about being like, ooh, this did not hold up, and then then calling it out on Twitter until it's removed from Netflix, Hulu, or whatever it may be. Absolutely. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, we we figured out, and not that we figured it all the way, but we figured out productive (laughs) bullying. (laughs) <laughs> we figured out the correct algorithm. <laughs> it's still bullying. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Speaking of bullying, you're a comic, which means uh, at some point you were bullied. Correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Indie director looking motherfucker. Uh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. That's your daily dose of bullying. Boom. Bullied. Uh. <laughs> I, I, even worse, I like decided to do theater when I was in middle school. Like, all in with mm. theater. And I was, like, the youth group kid that took it way too seriously. And I decided at the same time I was going to dress emo, you know, like with the reverse mullet and the tight girl pants and the black Man. T-shirts. So I just, a part of me is, like, bullying's wrong. Another part of me is, like, I was asking for it a little bit. <laughs> don't First of all, don't victim blame yourself. Yourself. Uh, don't vic- don't victim blame those shelves. They've had enough inside of them. I would never. But um, wh- what is a reverse mullet? Reverse mullet was, and a lot of like emo bands. Really, the bassist from Fall Out Boy was the one who made it really popular. I think it's like okay. long in the front, short in the back, and you like spike it up in the back. It's kind of like a a Karen haircut, but for people who play the bass. Okay. 
like I'm getting a visual for this now. Yeah. Uh, at some point, I will have an assistant that will Google you this will... for me and just put it on the wall. I uh, like the Joe Rogans and the Conan O'Briens of the world. Isn't that a wide spectrum? At the end of the day, aren't we all just trying to be Joe Rogan? Ooh, I don't know about all of us. <laughs> okay. Focusing. Uh, okay, so you you do theater in middle yeah. school, and yeah. then I'm assuming you do it in, coll- in uh, high school. Did you go to college? Uh, I did for uh, a few years, and I dropped out. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Where'd you go? Um, I... Okay, I do. I do a lot of stand up about it because it's embarrassing now. But I, uh, a TT test. I was talked into uh, pursuing a ministry degree, so I went to one school, uh, Olivet Nazarene in Illinois, and I was like, "This is terrible," but it must be the school. So I changed to a different school, which was in Central Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and there I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> that, you went to the Florida Col- Ministry College School, and you're like, this might be full of shit. It's like, it's all, okay, it's all the same. Got it. It's, okay, so I'm not, I shouldn't be doing this. So I ended up going to JUCO, mm-hmm. um, and then I just realized, oh, I am so bad at school. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. So I, I dropped out of school and moved to New York with my then college girlfriend, which was uh, a fourth terrible choice so okay so first one was ministry school second one was was ministry school and theater okay ministry school and theater. that's yeah. very that's very funny to do like <laughs> to to uh, fucking uh do uh death of a salesman but be like what if you were selling bibles instead <laughs> no it's it's christian theater is is just like you do Susical and Oklahoma over and over, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and occasionally you do a Christmas spectacular, but you gotta have nativity scenes. Would you be able to do Susical because that has the idea that every that those animals were not created by God; they were created by Doctor Seuss. <laughs> it's kind of the thing where, like, when I was little, I wasn't allowed to to like read Harry Potter because. Uh, Harry Potter had magic in it, magic people. Yes, and your parents but, were trans allies. <laughs> right, yes. But uh, my parents loved Narnia, which is the same thing. I mean, as far as, like, it's just as magical. There's a witch in it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Santa makes an appearance. You know, it's it's not... Just because it was written by a Christian doesn't make he it any less does magical. does make an appearance. Oh, my God. I had forgotten about that. Take the Christ out of Narnia. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> I read... So, I know they did three movies, yeah. but what doesn't get talked about enough is the first movie they released, that's the third book. Second one. No, it's the third one. It's the, thir- it's the third book? It's the third book. There are, uh, I believe... Magician's Nephew... Oh no! Wait, no. You are right. It is the second. It is. It is the second book. It is I, the second book. And I know. <laughs> yeah, because the third one, it's like a weird one where it's like, uh, it's like in the middle between. Yeah. It's technically in the middle of the end of the second one. Right. And like everything else, where it's like, oh, we're still here. We're still <laughs> older. And then they get out, and then that's when like the fourth one happens, this, like a year later. This might be the most 
grown up Christian, like growing up as a Christian thing about me is mm-hmm. I know everything about those books and I've never read them. Uh, I read all but the end. I read all but the seventh book, and I don't remember anything after the sixth one. I I think I might have tried to read the first two, and I I always loved. They were always super fun. I'm just not a book reader, even I'm though I really want to be. Super fun, but, uh... <laughs> if I could go back in time and be like, would I rather have read Narnia or Harry Potter? I would have much rather read Harry Potter. I tried to read Harry Potter as an adult. And uh, I made it to the third book, and I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. That's very funny, because I made it to the third book, too. I just couldn't. It was, <laughs> and, and my friends were like, it gets better. And I'm like, when does it get better? And they're like, the seventh book. I'm like, seven books? I haven't even read seven books in my life. I'm not going to read seven Harry Potter books just to wait for it to get good. Sir, if you have not read seven books, I think we need to have a talk. I haven't. I'll be honest. Uh, I know I've read more than seven. I don't. I don't know how many. I, I know that there were... I read a lot more as a kid. I'm trying to read Dune right now. Oh. I keep having to look up all the words. Uh, <laughs> I love it when people are like, I'm trying to read something. Like, what are you doing wrong? Like, are you... Do you uh, just not know the words? Do you have a dictionary sure. right next to you that you keep looking stuff up in? Every year I try to read Lord of the Rings, and I always love it. Dude, say I always love it. I'm, <laughs> I love the book. I'm having a good time. I get so distracted, and it, like at the beginning of the summer, I'll start the Hobbit. Into the summer, I've made it. I've made it four page, four chapters, and I'm like, I, I don't even remember where I left off. I don't know if that's ADD or I'm just not meant to read books. Uh, that's very funny because every year I try at some point or another to read Lord of the Rings. Uh, I, Matt, I really do think we're going to find out we are basically the same person. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> welcome back Wait. to White Guys Chatting. Uh, welcome back to every other podcast. So far uh, we've covered comic books, Lord of the Rings. Ooh, we have not gotten to the comic book stuff yet. Ooh, oh, God. There's yeah. more? There is going I love to, it. Let's do there, it. Uh, there's going to be more. I, I'll get into that in a second. Also, I listened to... Uh, the Kaylee Carr's episode. Um, and shout out Kaylee Carr. Ka- shout out Kaylee Carr. And uh, I, Kaylee, if you're listening, I need to know more about this candy Facebook group or whatever it is. Ah! Because <laughs> you were you were talking and I, I, I agreed a lot, but I have a lot of candy opinions as well. Ooh, we could get to those here in a and second. And I'm pretty passionate about it. So One, I know for a fact she is not listening. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can talk about candy anyway because uh, ooh, I might add her in like the taglines of Candy Wars. <laughs> of the Candy Wars. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so when do you start doing comedy? Is that why you moved to New York? No, actually. Um, okay, so here's the. I'm gonna. I'll give you the short version of the story. Um, so I I was doing theater, gung ho for theater. Uh, I started doing it professionally here and there outside of. Uh, college and mm-hmm. that's a part of the reason I was okay dropping out of college because that's I was studying theater and I was already starting to work in theater so um, I would much rather pursue that all the way mm-hmm. so uh, started dating this girl in in college and her sister lives in New York she's mm-hmm. an actor in New York so she's like I'm gonna move to New York like do you want to come mm-hmm. and I was like hell yeah that sounds great we're, we're gonna go we're gonna be on Broadway it's gonna be great and I remember like going to the first audition, and I was so excited. And I walked into the room, and everybody looked like me, but more handsome <laughs> and with bigger muscles. 
and I heard them all warming up. And it was like, I couldn't even sound that good fully warmed up. Like, and I just remember being like, oh, I'm not going to be an actor. <laughs> that's, that's not going to be a thing for me. So I was, I stayed in New York too long. I got dumped. Um, hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Um, and by the way, she, she's not listening to this, but she she 100% should have broken up with me. It was, it was the right call. Um, a friend of mine from college had moved to Nashville. She was asked to direct this weird sketch musical hybrid at this comedy club. Mm-hmm. Um, she found out I got dumped and totally, like, Pity casted me in this show, and she was like, can you be in Nashville next week? And I was like, hell yeah, I'll be there. Mm. So I got there, and I was heartbroken and, you know, whatever, being being sad. Um, but just started hanging out with comedians in this comedy club. Yeah. And uh, just really, like, fell in love with hanging out with these comics and started going to shows and um, there. And uh, eventually, uh, my friend Luke from Third Coast Comedy, shout out. Mm. Uh, shout out, Luke was listening to me complain and he was like you know you should just write this down and find a way to laugh at it and then come to the open mic Mm -hmm. and so i did and i completely ate shit and i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever done (laughs) and i just kept coming back and i kept eating shit hell yeah so wait so where are you from originally i'm from here i'm from kansas city um i just once i turned 18 i just wanted to explore gotcha and uh yeah so so that was Ended up uh, getting a job offer in uh, Kansas City, so I moved back um, mm-hmm. and kind of started fresh as a comic here, mm-hmm. which I think was really good for me. Yeah. What is the timeline for this, by the way? So this was, I started doing comedy six years ago, five years ago, six years ago, something okay. like that. Um, coming up on six, maybe. Okay. That's right. Um, yeah, so that was, that all happened kind of quickly, because I, I moved straight from Kansas City to Nashville, mm-hmm. and then from Nashville back home. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville's a fun comedy town. Now, Nashville, and, uh, Nashville, 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 dude, that, I, I always think I can fucking talk, and then I do an episode <laughs> of this, and there's, I think, there has to be, when this gets big enough, there has to be a betting line. For how many words I'm going to be fucked up. And Fun the, drinking game. And the, ooh, the betting line has got to be at least four and a half. Uh, <laughs> so that way people can cover. Yes. Uh, but I think that's where Naylor moved is Nashville. It's either Knoxville, Knoxville or Nashville. He moved to Knoxville mm. because uh, I want to go visit him. Um, and that would be great because I could stop by Nashville and see some of my friends there. Yeah. So then when do you move back here? Uh, I moved back here... 2017? Okay. I think 2017 uh, is when I I ended up working for the summer camp I used to go to as a kid and worked for in college. Well, that's just sweet. I joined, like, their Mm full-time, all-year-round staff, which, dream job, loved it. It was so fun. Uh, Summer camp, I mean, it's, like, the best job. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's the best job. You get to fuck the camp counselors and then get killed by a serial killer. Best kind of job. <laughs> wasn't my experience. Um, well, then it wasn't fucking summer camp. It was a was terrible it? summer camp. We were wait, all we're, safe yeah. and Wait, did last, did last summer, did you stick a flute in your pussy or was that something else? D- 
I don't even know what that's a reference to. That is a reference to American Pie, my friend. Uh, that's what she's... Oh, my God. I grew up in a Christian household. <laughs> Ooh, we have got some catching up to do, baby. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing a big part of pop culture. Uh, that's usually how it is with most... I found with most, like, Christian... With most former Christians that grew up Christian. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a friend who... I hadn't seen in a long time. I went to his wedding recently. Okay. And he grew up Mormon, got out of Mormonism. That's tough, man. And then went back into Mormonism. Jesus. And then he had to make a, like, it. not like they required it for him to come back, but he had to make, but when I met him, it's like he had made up for all the years that he wasn't in Mormonism. Dude, Mormonism, Mormons don't fuck around, man. Speaking of that, I do think you would have been good in the Book of Mormon. Thank you. That's. <laughs> Did you try out for that? You can be honest. I didn't. I hands down would have. Like, that'd be such a fun show to be in. It's not one I could have invited my parents to, but that's still a dream of mine. Wait, so when, so when you were in New York, were you just trying out for Christian plays no, and musicals? No, no, no. Okay. It was one of those things where, like, you can't, you get to a certain point where, like, if you're going to do theater, you can't, like, you can't, like, be choosy. Yeah, especially like professional stuff because mm. the thing is is there's 50,000 other people who can do what you do, but probably better. So it's like you kind of have to go with the opportunities that you're given. Right. Um, until you build up enough of a of a resume or whatever where you can say no to stuff. So I don't know. I never I never minded like even when I was like doing the whole Christian thing, like I mm. never minded like content and shows and, you know, I really do love the idea that, like, you've turned down non-Christian roles in musicals. <laughs> of like, what do you mean, Matt? It's wicked! Come on! Come on, Matt! Uh, they kill a witch! Magic, and it's called Wicked. And they have scarecrows. Nice uh, try. <laughs> there's a man made of tin. No, thank you. A uh, green woman. <laughs> uh... Flying monkeys, a devilry, exactly. <laughs> that evolution propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> so you start doing comedy, and then yeah. is so is the show that you were now is this is that the first show that you ran, or have you like ran other stuff? Before? Um, it's the first show I've run uh, by myself. But my job at the summer camp was uh, I was the program staff director, so my whole job was like. All of the fun stuff that the campers interacted with, or like the, uh, you know, the times where we were together and it was mm-hmm. dancing and whatever. So it's like that. It's definitely not out of the realm of what I've done before. Mm-hmm. It's just a little more focused, obviously, on comedy. Yeah, yeah. So, when, how did you get this started? Because I've done, I've only done one of them so far. Yeah. Uh, which one you got me on the next one? But <laughs> come on, this is what this is what it's I've, really all I've about. Been this is why. so lucky because uh, I just keep having these fucking great comedians agree to do it, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm pretty much booked through December at this point. Um, it's which always a good feeling. I didn't mean to. It was just one of those things where like comics... <laughs> I didn't mean to have talent. They just <laughs> well, no. kept coming. Comics would be like, oh, I can't do, you know, I'm booking November. And they're like, oh, I can't do November, but can I do December this? And I'm like, I, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> that's always, it's always good that people are willing, but it's always bad when they're not willing to do that date. 
I was like, well, I, I can't know. do November, but what about March? Right. right. What do you got? Come on. Right. Come on, though. You got something. So it's, it's been super fun. I so the way the way that this show happened was I I worked, I got hired at the brewery as a mm. bartender. So I worked there, um, and we brought on a new manager who manages the tap room, and he's from Portland. Um, and just one of the first things he he did was like, hey, what, can we host a show or something? Mm-hmm. Was he part of the riots? Was he? Part- <laughs> it's okay if he was. I, I would. I would be a lot happier if he was part of them. Know. But I just need to know. Right Honestly, now. I'm gonna assume he was. <laughs> uh... <laughs> was he part of that little community that had a king for a little while? <laughs> oh my god, I hope so. Dude. <laughs> was he their king? This That's guy, all I need to this know. This guy's Portland through and through in like the best way possible. Like he's, <laughs> he's he's weird in like the best way. He's just made of mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he yeah he the owner was like oh we have a comedian on staff. And he was like, what? great. So he came to me and he was like, hi, I'm Dave. Do you want to do a comedy show here? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that, he just let me do whatever I want. That is, I, I don't want to say you fell into a gold mine. I did. But you really fell into a gold mine. Dude, I Because know. that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> because any comic that has tried to book a show at like a venue or something. Yeah. And then, like, the, the owner is either hesitant or kind of willing, and then it just goes bad, and they're like, you'll never do you'll never do shows in here again. Right, right. But then yours is like, hell yeah, I want crazy all the way. And then you just kept, because how many have you done so far? You've done all of October. Did you do most of September, too? Yeah, we're on nine or ten at this point. The fact, I'm not going to lie, the fact that it was weekly, I was like, okay, we better hop on this before it's, like, over. Yeah. But if it's going, like, two months, and they're still, like, churning people, and it, the weird, not the weird part, but the thing is, it shouldn't work. No, not at all. <laughs> like, brewery shows, I've done them before, yeah. and it was so much fucking fun. Yeah. There was easily, like, 20, 30 people that are paying attention. And right. The people right. that aren't are at least watching and at least being, like, moderately quiet. Yeah. Uh, and then people just, and then the transitions are great. They're so much fun. I will say, probably my favorite thing I've ever had happen at a comedy show happened on Strange Days. Uh-oh. Where this, uh, I go up, I do, I do well, I go back over to Sierra, and this adorable little woman comes over to me. And she's and her English is not great, yes. but she essentially says, "Will you sign this for me, please?" And it is a poster, and I am just like, "Oh my yes. god, yes, Dude. I would love to sign that." And I signed it, and then I told you about yeah. it, and you go, "Oh, those are the posters from <laughs> last week. You're not on those, <laughs> and I don't know where you got those." Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do. I think about that lady every day. To be honest with you, because she literally wandered in by herself. This really cute, very sweet little old lady just wandered in by herself, sat like in the middle section, and just very politely laughed at everybody and was so fun. And then she just disappeared halfway through the show. Um, but she. So we had those posters. I found out uh, in the bathroom of the ladies' room. Like we had him like beside the mirror, so she just went in there and she just took, took one it off down. The but it was the poster <laughs> from the week before. <laughs> that is so 
hope she has it forever. I hope she does too. I hope that <laughs> she's able to sell that for absolutely what she paid for it. <laughs> uh, dude, I saw her later that night. She ran away. Yeah. But then she came back. Yeah. You know what's funny? I think she just went and got a phone charger because she was just looking around for like a place to put her charger for the rest of the night and just plugged it in. And then like I was just watching her. And she was... also classic brewery behavior. Yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> There's it's like people hanging out, drinking beer, having a good time, and then you get like the random like requests where you're like, I don't understand why you're here, what you're doing. Dude, there dude, that show is a fucking fun time. Who is somebody that you want to have on that show that you haven't gotten yet? Speak it into existence, friend. Mm. Uh well, uh, honestly, Aaron Naylor was a big part of that show happening for me. Mm. And I have been trying to get that asshole on a show since. <laughs> he had the audacity to fall in love and move away. You son of a bitch. But we do have him locked in for December. So Okay. Um he he's somebody that just because like I got permission to do the show, which was great. Mm. And I came to him, and I was like, how do you do this? Like, mm. what's the best way to do this? And he is always so quick to, like, answer my texts and just is really invested in it, um, which just meant a lot to me because I I had no idea what I was doing, pretty much. Mm. I mean, I knew how to put on an event, but comedy specifically is just something I hadn't done before. So he he's somebody that I would love and honestly the other person we actually booked for december um which is justin randall mm. who is from kansas city he lives in new york now we're like childhood friends gotcha and he's this fucking incredible comedian um and so he's he agreed to do the show while he's in town uh, Hell yeah. for christmas so uh super excited to have Shout him out justin randall and aaron naylor Hell yeah hell yeah I will say Naylor, I feel like, comes off as not caring and kind of indifferent sometimes, mm. just from his air. I don't know if that's just how I'm perceiving it, or I, I don't think anyone actually perceives him as that, but he cares so much. I think he, it's the combination of, he's kind of a quiet dude, and then his stage presence, uh, you know, is is like, he has like that energy of like, I don't, I don't know how to describe like, it. Like, I'm here, you're going to laugh, I don't yes. care if you do, but I'm here. But in real life... Like, he's such a sweet dude. <laughs> yeah, he's such a sweet dude. He can't. Yeah. Dude, every time I've ever messaged him and asked him a question about something, he had, exactly like you said, he's gotten back immediately, gave yeah. a thoughtful response, yep. and gave an honest answer about it. So, yeah. uh, shout out Aaron Naylor. I still love you, even though you didn't come to my wedding, but had a show Ooh. that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I joke about him, that with him a lot, because he basically was like, yeah, I can't come, I have a show. And I was just like, it's okay. Other people have just dropped out for no reason, and uh, which I'm not mad at them about. I, even though it sounds like I am, I genuinely am not. I understand people have stuff going on, yeah, so I oh, can't yeah, like, be yeah. mad. You'll always come to the next one, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, for our wedding, like I, I didn't have a lot of people that mm-hmm. came for me, and that wasn't because people didn't want to come. But I also just didn't fight anybody if they were like, oh, I don't know if I can come. And I'm like, all right, that's one less thing mouth, to pay that's for. That's one less mouth to fee, baby. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So how long have you and your wife been married? Uh, man, pandemic really threw me off in years. I, we're, we're coming up on three. Okay. Been together uh, for almost four. Wow. So you were like, let's do this. Dude, uh, this is... 
was so weird because both of us, so she was living in L.A. when I was in New York. Uh, she she does, like, film stuff, and mm-hmm. she's a really good uh, really good writer and producer and director, um, cinematographer, really. She can do it all. Um, but uh, our friend really wanted us to meet. We have a mutual friend, and we didn't want to meet each other. We were both in town, and uh, so we, we kind of let her set us up on a blind date, and I just came. I didn't try to dress up <laughs> nice. <laughs> We went to a coffee shop. I was just like, I don't want to date anybody. I'm cool being single. Um, we met and then ended up hanging out for like seven hours that first night. Um, and six months later, we were engaged. That's very sweet. Also, again, you it feels like you very much just fall into good things. Honestly, that has been the story of my life. Is like, Which I'm very you fail upwards. for. You fail upwards I'm... very hard. You are the Jon Snow of... Straight white men, which you know is what? a saying a lot because Jon Snow is a very straight white it man. Even, it evens out though because weird shit happens to me all the time. That's like why, why is this happening to me? Yeah. But then like you know, for every five of those, one really great thing happens. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, the ratio evens out, but yeah. that's that's very sweet. It's again, that's su- every like. I don't even want to say woman, but every, like, woman that's had bad experience with a guy or, yeah, like, every yeah. guy that's had a crazy experience with, like, a, a chick is just screaming at this podcast right now, like, why can't that happen to me? Well, and the thing Where is, is like, my happy ending? We both, trying, <laughs> we both weren't trying to impress each other on the first date. We both really didn't want to be there. Um, we were just appeasing a friend. And so we, like, got into it right away. Mm-hmm. Talked about our exes. Talked about our hangups, our, you know, whatever. Hell talked about yeah. our trauma. Talked about our, and then we just, like, ended up, like, bonding. <laughs> and then by the end of the night, I was like, fuck. Like, I, I was kind of angry. Because I was like, I don't want. I don't want to marry her, but I don't now I have to. into anybody. And I even, this is the ultimate test. So I was, <laughs> I was doing a play reading the next night, Right. Which are so hit or miss, right? You just, mm-hmm. but I was like, it's a theater that I absolutely love, and I was so excited to do it. Wait, as in like you were, okay? So I think I know what play readings are. Is it where you're reading from the script on stage in front of the audience? Yes. Oh my god, those yeah. are never hits. I'm sorry, well, but they're not. If you're like a theater nerd, I love a good script reading. If the script is good, you know, like it's it's super fun to hear. But uh, so I. She was like, oh, well, uh, what are you up to t- tomorrow? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually doing this script reading, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you know, you should come, which is like what you'd, what you'd say, you know, just to be nice. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you should come. And then she'd be like, oh, I have a thing. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. And she was like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know. So the, sh- the play reading starts. We come from backstage. We set out our, you know, music stands or whatever with our script. And I look in the audience. There's 15, 20 people there. And she is sitting in the audience by herself. And I was like, what the hell are you doing here? And that's when you're like, okay, now I have to marry you. <laughs> yes, I felt, I felt uh, part love, part obligation at that point where I was like, I owe you so much so of your life much for this three-hour experience. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> no, the play was actually really great. I was really uh, happy with it. But we ended up going to the Green Lady Lounge and closing it out, which I didn't know you could do. Uh, how many... You say it was good. How many of the people when you got off stage looked at you and were like, "You did it"? <laughs> it was more like it's more like the playwright. Like the playwright gets a lot of 
lot of uh, love for for that kind of stuff because we're just really testing it mm. for him for the or for her for the playwright. So uh, yeah, it's really not. It's just something that's fun to do, especially if you're you know a theater nerd and like to do that kind of stuff. I would love to be a reviewer for one of those things, <laughs> just so I, just so I could be like. A, you know what would have helped? I think it would have been better if they had like memorized it and then <laughs> done the it, play. Yeah, just done it. It, se- it seemed like it was a good story. Lack of costumes, <laughs> lack of set. Wait, were you guys in? Were you just standing there? What you were wearing? No, you like you like you like dress. Uh, not like super formal, but you like you dress like nice. You know, button up shirt and nice. Nice pants. Fucking now, I've done one of these before in my life. It, yeah. it was in high school, and I remember doing it and being like, "Is this an actual thing, <laughs> or was it something that the teacher was trying to put on to make the theater department a little more money?" You know what it is. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, you don't have to pay royalties to do a reading. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at my Christian college, it's a Christian college, so there's just no money in the arts for the Christian college. We, we, sometimes we wouldn't do musicals. We would do a concert of the musical. Oh, my God. Which you can do without paying royalties, or very little royalties. Dude. So we were just on stage with, like, half-assed costumes and music stands. How poor was your college? That's the thing. It was loaded. <laughs> it was just the arts, and it's, you know... It's it's what you know what gay people do. We can't have those at <laughs> this Christian college. This is true. The year after I left that school, um, they took away the music and the theater department to have a football team. Eh. So there was like, but there was like people in the arts department mm-hmm. that they were just like over the summer. We're like, sorry, it's no, it's no more. I love the idea that it's like a Ted Lasso situation where, like, <laughs> they're they're in the theater department, yeah. but now you're now you're a linebacker. Now you so have to play football. Now you have to, to know zone coverage. <laughs> you have to be able to recognize a West Coast. Office. I'd watch that show. <laughs> I would watch that show. That'd be very funny. So we are kind of getting not close to the end, but okay. we're kind of to the point where. I want to switch it up from yeah. uh, what we're talking about. Now, <laughs> please, for the love of God. <laughs> such a polite way of being like, moving on. Just, uh, <laughs> just stop me whenever you want. So I noticed immediately, and I, I could probably figure this out from maybe like a couple of minutes of talking to you. Yeah. But we did talk about up front, but there is a lot of comic stuff down here. Are there you, yeah. what, are you more of like a D and are you more DC Marvel? Do you have a preference? Mm. What is your opinion on D on Marvel movies? Cause I know you have one. Oh yeah. Tons. And this is, this is when it, I, I, I like try my best to not be stereotypical white guy when I'm on stage. I try my best. Right. But, but when it comes to this, I'm just going to have to let it fly. You know what I mean? So now would be a great time to stop the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, to all the, like, uh, original people out there with original thoughts, I'm so sorry. this is where you could probably leave. Uh, to, like, the four people that are like, I want to know what he thinks about I'm in. I want to know what he thinks about Eternals. Come on, tell me. There's, there's a crossover, comedians and comic books. Um, I, I, comedians I, reading comic books and yeah. cars. That's, <laughs> I would watch that show. 
Um, I uh, I just love like superheroes, mm-hmm. so I I do not really have like I like I don't know. I don't have a favorite or like I, there's not one that I don't like. Like I even found a way to enjoy the Snyder movies. Okay, I did. I thought they were they were fine. It was fine. They weren't great. Batman vs Superman is rough to get through. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel is better. Yes. Uh, I did like the Justice. I did like the Justice League movie more than I thought I was going to. The Zack Snyder cut, I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, but also, like, I, I don't know. This, I just like movies a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I'm also one of those people that movies are innocent until proven guilty for me. So like. Yeah, there are um, millions. <laughs> so I, I just love I Tens like tens of millions yes. of cats. I do comic books and cats. We are doing this on a tree that <laughs> cats are climbing up right I wish, now. Man, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like I like superheroes. We need it's more fun. string. Wow, we're <laughs> <laughs> I'm committed to this. <laughs> Listen, we can talk about cats if you want. It's no, I just... don't want to. Please, no. We're trying everything to, to hide the cat smell. We have candles all over this house. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sexy in here it is, all the time. It is very sexy. When I said that we are on the couch with clothes on, I was lying. Uh, we are tenderly embraced. <laughs> it just happens here. I don't know why. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just like, I don't know. I like I like superhero stuff. And, it, you know, it's just kind of a fun thing. I, I always say, like, my ex-girlfriend, uh, I thought it would be cute. You know, because sometimes it's cute to be, like, a comic book nerd. That's, like, a thing mm. right now. My wife thought it was cute. My ex-girlfriend did not think it was cute, but I came at it. I thought she would think it was cute, so I was like, oh, I like comic books. And I could see, like, the joy leave her face, you know? And mm-hmm. when she broke up with me, it wasn't about me liking comic books, but it was definitely on the list. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I know that wasn't why, but it had to have been. That's not the main reason, but it is top five. <laughs> it was on there. <laughs> uh, I comics were not. I sh- I'm not even a big comic book person. I'm more of like the comic book movie yeah, kind of yeah, guy, yeah. which yeah. feels very much like I'm not Christian, but I am Lutheran. Uh, <laughs> so, <That's a> thing. <laughs> but uh, Sierra, like, it's very imprinted over all of our relationship because we saw. Like my our wedding, my wedding vows had comic book references in them. Yes, yeah. uh, we saw Infinity War on our first date, and then the next date we saw Kevin Hart uh, with my best friend live. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, dude, it was. I it, that was fun. It was fucking a lot of fun. Uh, it was. Uh, looking back on it, I'm try. I'm still trying to top those dates. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> go grab this cat. Oh God, it's the cat. There is cats pooping everywhere. Uh, he right. is. Oh, nope, they found cardboard, which is even worse. Sorry, I'm back. Okay, thank God. I had to edit that very well. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think it's also, like, everybody is so tired of superhero movies, but for me, like, I just love even bad superhero movies. Like, the Ben Affleck Daredevil, love that shit. It it's terrible, but I love it. It is a lot of fun. Ooh, uh, better terrible superhero movie. Uh, ben Affleck, Daredevil, yes. uh, Thor the Dark World, or mm-hmm. Elektra. Honestly, um, I hate to say this, Elektra made me angry. 
That was the only movie. Ah, that's the that is the prime FX uh, movie at six thirty on Tuesday. <laughs> that character <laughs> that character is so cool, and they just really missed a a, a great opportunity. Yeah, she'll come back around. They always she do. has. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. And that. it was great. Yeah, it was Loved a lot it. of fun. I did watch the first two seasons of Daredevil on Netflix. Oh, great. I, I I would watch that. I'd watch an electric show in that world. It was great. Yeah, they'll probably bring. It. I mean, with everything that's coming out with Spider Man, they'll probably. Oh, don't They're tell probably. me anything. I, I, so this is my rule. If I want to see a movie, I'm not allowed to watch any trailers, read any articles. Well, you haven't seen any of the trailers? None of them, and it's killing me. You haven't seen the. You haven't seen any. What is your Twitter like? Dude, I, when a new trailer comes out, I don't go on Twitter for like a week. That's why I go to Thursday night premieres. So that way yes. I can. Yes. I, do, that's, I bought my Eternals tickets on Sunday, so that wow. way we can just go. I, do. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about Twitter. Bro, you're <laughs> You should try. Have you ever done that? No no, no trailers? Uh, no, because, dude, that's like a no nut November for you. I, no, <laughs> it's exactly what that is. No, I. but it's, okay, you have to imagine this. So the, the, the first of the, uh, the new Star Wars movie, Seven, mm-hmm. when that came out, I... Didn't know anything about it. Hadn't watched any trailers. I didn't even know Han Solo was in it. I discovered that movie as I was watching it in theaters. And it was okay. fucking magical. Endgame, same thing. Mm. Okay, there does seem like there would be like a fun yeah, uh, like reveal for that. But also, I'm... Nope, not doing I it. I get it. I, I Honestly, didn't... you could have done that with Spider-Man No Way Home just because of how little they've released about that movie. But... <laughs> I didn't cry during my wedding. I cried three times during Endgame, uh, sitting next to my wife. I did, cry, I did cry during Endgame, but I did cry more on my wedding. You did. Uh, so that's okay. I'm a terrible, terrible person. Okay, so okay, now we re- not wrap up, but now yeah. I've got. Uh, now that I know a little bit more about you, yeah. Um, um, let me go kick this cat out here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're kicking the cat out. The, again, there are millions, millions. Oh, and he's kicking the dog out too. We have a security guard, and he is killing. Oh my god, Matt just stabbed a dog. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, right. no. okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so... God damn it, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so cool, sorry. cool. Okay, now. So I try to make people like decide between okay. stuff, yep. and sometimes it doesn't always work, mostly because I don't know the person that well, but now <laughs> I have now I have a general idea. Okay. So you are allowed to... You have to pick one of these two options. You're not allowed to change the options. You're allowed to make an amendment. You have to pick between these two. And but it lets you. I'll let you speak on it, and okay, I'll let you okay. explain yourself why. I'm ready. So you are allowed to uh, build your ultimate comedy lineup of the show that you, of the show that you build, uh, premium whatever venue, whatever comics they are alive for that moment, and uh, you're able to have fun with them and. You decide their set, and then you decide how long they do, what the lineup is, or you are able to decide what superhero movie is made next. That is not, I, I not your own original superhero, but the superhero that hasn't gotten, but the hero, the comic book hero that hasn't gotten made into a movie yet. You pick casting, you pick director, and you pick story. That's tough. Okay. So the comedy question, mm-hmm. you're talking about any comedian. Three, three. You have to have a host, you have to have a middle, and you have to have a headliner. But like even famous comics, or are we talking local KC? Famous, because I, I don't want local people to be mad. 
I think I think I would go comedy show only because I think the fun of the superhero movie thing is that you don't that I don't know what's coming. You know what mm. I mean? Like I think that's fun. Okay, I can I, respect. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, but the comedy show thing that would be so fun to be able okay. to do. Who would be your three? Host, middle, and headliner. Yes. I think host. I I'm a huge fan of Moses Storm. I don't know if you caught him when he was at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. Mm. Uh, I just think he's just a really incredible comedian. Yeah. Um. I'd probably go. Birbiglia. Okay. He's my hero, for sure. I go Birbiglia, probably headline. Middle, oh God, there's so many comedians that I would love to see. I'd have to go OG Silverman. I love the idea that Sarah Silverman's the middle and there's a bunch of like, not no-name comics, but great middle comics that are touring as headliners. Or I know, I know. And you know what? If, 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 I really, <laughs> if I really had to choose, I might go Mulaney hosting, but that just didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I would, I'd probably go, yeah. That's hard. There's so many comics. That I'd, Especially when it's only three. Birbiglia, for sure. Birbiglia is the reason I started, I wanted to do stand-up. Because he married theater and comedy. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> that's fair uh i like that you didn't do a dead comic uh i'd probably i sad did i'd probably go conan uh oh, conan would be great conan the host um just because i love him with all my heart and i try to see him every time he comes sam talent as a middle uh yep. just because yep. i feel like that man is destined for fame and then i probably rock or heart just oh, because God, yeah Course. Just because I don't think they're necessarily the funniest, but I do think they're probably there's not like a harder, harding harder workers than Kevin, those guys. Kevin Hart's frustrating because I want to hate that guy, but he's so goddamn funny. Like, <laughs> and he he's such yeah, like you said, he's such a hard worker. Like, oh my god, that guy's so impressive. Yeah, I know that there's go there's going to be comics that listen to this that are screaming at me. Like, what do you mean those are your three? Listen, it's not like a dream lineup, but for one, that lineup, one that of works my pet for me. peeves in comedy is this thing that like you're you're not supposed to like things, or you're not supposed to like like things that are popular. Yeah, have you gotten Ooh, that? That's like, a sense? hot. That is a that is a hot. Take. I was talking to a comic. That is a <laughs> this, very hot this, take. This frustrated the shit out of me. Some people didn't like Bo Burnham's new special because of uh, the the white woman's Instagram, which totally get it. Because why did they like that? Comics, it's just kind of like shitting on on uh, female joy, right? Like, and I I could see how people, you know, absolutely. Anyway, I was talking to this comic. Um, this was a male comic, and I said just you know before show just chit chatting, and I was like, oh, did you did you catch Bo Burnham's new special? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I hated it. And I was like, you did? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. And I was like, why'd you hate it? And he goes. He just thinks he's like so much better than us and blah blah blah. And I said, "Do you hate it because it was bad, or do you hate it because, like, he's super successful and he's our age?" And he like, without thinking, just went the second one. 
<laughs> I was like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> Just like stuff. You and I will talk off mic about who that was. I have a, I have a pretty good idea who I think that was. Um, okay, we are, unfortunately, we are getting close to the end. All right. Uh, but I have two, one more question. Sorry, for go you. ahead. Yes. Now, what is the one thing that you don't get to talk about enough? On stage? In general. In life, you think it doesn't get brought up enough, or it's something that you think needs to be addressed more. And well, just in the, I guess from my limited perspective of life, right, I, I think that um, I talk a lot about the uh, trauma I have from being raised in the church. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I, I love, hate Pete Holmes, mm-hmm. is because he actually does talk about it. And that, it's such a big machine that's just allowed to exist. Yeah. And nobody's talking about it. And it's like, why aren't we talking about this? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of damage that it's done. You know, anyway. That, that, I, would, I would love to, like, do a comedy show about church trauma one day. Yeah. I don't know. You and Jaron should talk. I think you and him I know. would. I think you and him would relate a lot. Uh, and I think he would either not open your eyes about some stuff, but also, like, yeah. just have a good conversation with yeah. him. Yeah. I, I love that topic because I, I grew up in it, and I love a lot of people who are still in church. And still, yeah. you know, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a topic that I love talking about because I'm still obsessed with my own trauma and talking about it. Mm-hmm. It comes out on stage a lot, but talking um, about your trauma is how you get over it. For sure. I mean, yeah. So it's it's, but it's still like, God, that was such a big thing, and how did I not know how weird that was, or like. How damaging that was, or I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Absolutely. It just fascinates me. Fascinates me. Especially because I was raised in the church. I worked for churches. I've been on pastoral staffs. I've been, I've worked for youth ministries. I've worked for music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I was in the machine, and I got to drive sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, mm. how did I not understand what I was doing? Like That's a, that's a good line. Yeah. I was in the machine, and I was allowed to drive. Yeah. That's I like that. A it's lot. embarrassing, but it's I love talking about it. <laughs> I like that a lot. But yeah, man, I mean, if you're able to embrace it and say this is what happened and you're able yeah. to talk about it, that's better. That's better than a lot of people, man. I think you should cherish that almost. I'm a feeler, man. I love talking about feelings and deep shit. <laughs> oh, feelings. <laughs> exact. I love I love it when like a comedy special gets real serious. <laughs> I yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't. Give um, it to me, Nanette. <laughs> Make me cry. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I look for Biglia, man. I'm like, fucking wreck me emotionally. Oh my god, that's Love it. so funny. Love it. Okay, so we are officially at the end. You did oh, it! Yay! Oh, a man. Couple, a couple it. more things before we go. One, did you yeah. have fun? Loved it. Yes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when somebody's like, you look like you're, re- you're like, look like you're re-experiencing your trauma now. It's like when some, when somebody comes and sees your show and you're like, "How? What'd you think?" And they're like, "You look like you're having fun." Like you did it. You were up there, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, are we friends? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. You brought the donuts. I had to just make sure. I brought you donuts. You yeah. have to be my friend. Who is somebody that, if they were on this show, you would listen to? Like, around KC that either you don't think gets enough 
like mm. not uh, not enough airtime, basically, yeah. or just someone that you find fascinating that you would listen to if I brought them on. Comedian show. or anybody. anybody. Oh man, I don't. Um, I love all the comics in this city, even if you've only done comedy once. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would love to have on more musicians, more poets, more yeah. entrepreneurs, just whatever, and just talk to them um, more. There is a a, a, a guy uh, named uh, Calvin Scott, uh, Calvin Arsenio. I don't know if that's still his stage name, um, but he's uh, a brilliant musician that we grew up together in church. Um, and I actually played drums for him back in the day, and he is just an incredible, very brilliant, smart person. And he has a podcast with Justin Randall uh, oh, called okay. "We Were Christian Kids." Okay, and it's just them talking about their experiences um, in the church. And uh, he's just such an incredible dude. You know, you know, uh, IHOP, but not the Pancake Place. The International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Uh, I did not know uh, IHOP, the pancake place, was that, but I sure, do know yes. International House of Prayer. So he was he was like he used to be involved in that, and so oh, his God. his story is fucking incredible. Um, he's a, he's a super sweet dude. So yeah, I I'm just anything he puts out or like, I listen to their whole podcast and it's just cool. He's just a cool guy. All right, Calvin yeah. Scott, you heard it. Come on, this shit, you son of a Hell bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked in like 10 years, but oh, you son of a bitch. Well, now that's going to make it harder. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, respectfully, I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, uh, thank you, Matt, for being on here. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Anything, any socials, strange days, anything like that? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, follow me on social media. Matthew Rich Comedy. Boom. Uh, and then I we do the Strange Days show every Friday. It's for free. Uh, come out. Um, it's a, it's a super fun time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, it, what? Sorry, I like black. I don't know why. I have these moments where I black out. But what were your social medias? Uh, uh, Matthew Rich Comedy is my Instagram, and that's usually what I'm on. I'm on okay. Twitter. I'm not super good at tweeting. I okay. usually forget about it. But Matthew M Rich Instagram. Follow me, please. I okay. I, I need this. Make sure. Everyone follow Matthew Rich and make sure you tag him in every No Way Home trailer you can. No! <laughs> you son of a bitch. Make sure to invite me to your church because I'm sure your church is the one that will change my mind. Ooh, I 100% believe in that. And make sure that you hit like, subscribe, uh, let us know what you thought of the episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. I know you have a lot of options for what you can listen to. And I'm happy that you guys picked this one. As always, I have been Lynn Navratel. And I'm Matthew Rich, and I'm so sorry. Uh, and I am so sorry for him as well, but <laughs> and, uh, we all love you, and thank you for listening. Bye! <laughs>